0: Here we go. It's a QB controversy here in Chicago, and it is Sports Talk Chicago here with all of you across our great affiliates and across YouTube and all over the place on social media. This is John Zaglou, host of the program. John Meadows is directing and producing. My goodness, we have so much to get to. It's so great to be back. Took a little bit of a vacation. John and I both did, actually, to separate places. We're back at it. We're great, and we're happy to be here with you. And um, Tyson Bajant won his first quarterback start in the NFL. What does that mean? Uh, is that an indictment of Justin Fields? We're going to discuss. Matt Eberflus and the rumor mill continues to swirl. Could Jim Harbaugh become the Bears coach as well? That's being talked about. Plus, we'll have a full Bears-Chargers preview. Sunday night football. Primetime Bears football. I feel bad for America. It's coming up on Sunday. We're going to give you all the details as well. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Big thank you to all of our great affiliates. You see their logos there at the top of the screen. AM 1230, WJOB, Cities 92.9, Talk FM, ACTV, and TB. We're also going to be naming two more radio partners. Contract is signed. Everything's ready. Going to be a big announcement for that next week. So make sure you stay tuned and come on in next Wednesday night for a huge announcement and a big celebration for us here at Sports Talk Chicago. Be a part of the discussion. Comment. Hang out with us. uh, Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Hit the like button and be a part of what should be a very interesting program, to say the least. We're so glad all of you are here with us, listening on your radios, watching on your TVs, on YouTube, or even listening on the podcast. We appreciate all of you being here and uh, looking forward to a great program here tonight. So, where do the Bears go from here? seems like we're asking that question almost every week. This time, it's a little bit more serious, though. Tyson Bajan won. Now, there were qualifiers that came along with it. He faced a backup quarterback just like himself, so the quarterback matchup was pretty even. The Bears and their playbook was simple at best. It wasn't complicated. There wasn't anything that they asked him to do that was too much. I looked at the passer chart after the game. A lot of his passes were 15 yards or less. Nevertheless, the The Bears won, and they won handily against Las Vegas at home, and for a Bears team that for some reason just literally can't win at all, every win matters. Every win counts. I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care what the perception is or what the lens looks like, what people want to say. The fact is they won a game. They won an NFL football game at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. I think losing that game only Further's the problems for Josh McDaniels over there. I think he should be fired. I think they shouldn't have even hired him, but at least over here, this is a big situation for Tyson Bajan. I thought he played exceptionally well. Did everything asked of him, did everything he was supposed to do. 72% completion percentage, a lot of low yardage but high completion percentage throws. One touchdown, no picks, no fumbles, sacked once. 97 pass rating, and 162 yards. What more could you have asked for from Bajan in that sort of situation? D2QB, nothing impressive at all. Undrafted, comes in and does that. I'll take that all day. Now, again, I know they didn't face a great team. I know they dumbed things down a little bit, quote-unquote, to make things easier for Bajan. I understand that. But you can't argue with his performance. You can't argue with that while they played. 97 passer rating. Sacked one time only. That's it. Everybody was worried about the Raiders' pass rush before the game. Saw comments about it, people discussing it. At the end of the day, he only got sacked one time. Could throw the ball quickly, get the ball out of the pocket quickly. A lot of short passes, and it worked. Is this a sustainable model for success? Probably not. The Bears are going to need a legitimate quarterback down the road. Unless Pageant strings together 10, 15 performances like this. Ends the year like this. Maybe we could have a discussion. The Bears do need a legitimate quarterback who can throw the ball 50 yards downfield, who can unleash more deep attack footballs. So is this model perfect? No, but it worked, and that's all that matters to me. Justin Fields, according to reports today, is doing his best to get back out on the field. You know why he's doing that, right? Because he looks horrible right now. He does. Matt Eberflew said this during the week, and here's an article, um, and it says this, this the headline of the article here from Bleacher Nation, Matt Eberflew shuts down Bears QB controversy before it could start. Whoa. Okay. So we got the media telling us the truth of the situation, apparently. Ed Iber-Pleus was asked if there's any question that Justin Pills is the starting QB, if he's 100% healthy. And Iberflus said, quote, Justin is our starting quarterback. Iberflus said this and further elaborated. Tyson's the backup came in, did a nice job. We don't know where Justin is with his injury. We'll see where it is. It's a week-to-week thing, and we'll assess it more tomorrow. Okay. Really? We're supposed to believe Matt Plus I think that's a fair question. He's had issues in communicating, to say the least, about the Allen Williams situation, about um, after the game. There, there were issues in terms of injury, in terms of player personnel, questions that the Bears communication staff had to retract or move forward on. Remember the Chase Claypool thing where Eberpluss said, oh, yeah, we sent him home. Then the Bears say, no, no, we didn't send him home. <laughs> Whatever the hell that was. point is, I don't trust what Matt plus has to tell I want to see it with my own eyes. I want to see what exactly happens before I sit here and believe what he's going to say. I think it's fair to say that although there may not be a big-time controversy, let's put it that way, people began to scratch their heads. And this is what I talked about from weeks ago when I said, uh, when we talked about this I uh, last week about Justin Fields and all that, we said this. If Bajan plays well, it's great for him, but it's more indicting for Justin Fields. This game, the, the way he played, the way he succeeded, the way he got the ball out quick, had a high completion percentage, barely got sacked, held onto to the football. All of these things just further indicted Justin Fields. It did. We could all probably agree, yeah, is going to be a starter full-time? Probably not, right? Unless he does this again, 15 more times in a row. Then we could have a discussion. He may not be a starter. But what does it say when an undrafted backup who is not highly touted, who did not go to Ohio State, who did not have a stacked team around him in college, what does it say when he does all that in the NFL and your big-time top pick is having another crap-ass season? That's concerning, and as we talked about many a time on this program from the beginning of this season, it all goes back to Justin Fields and his future here in Chicago. So Tyson Bajit did all that with little to no preparation, little to no lead time, and did everything he was asked to do and then some. He definitely exceeded expectations on Sunday. Justin Fields has been given three years. Still not working. Yes, it's the coaching and the offensive play calling. I get that. But for some reason, it worked for Bajan. It's just one game, but it did work in that one game. Questions need to be answered here. And week by week, as things move forward and as Bajan continues to play well, if he does, it's only going to lead to more questions and more issues in terms of Justin Fields and his future in Chicago. And it's they're all fair questions to ask. Okay, if you're at the point where you're still like we need Justin here, you are 5 or 6 weeks late to the party, okay? We're past the oh, we need to defend Justin Fields till we die type thing. Some people are still doing it. It's pretty damn lame to be honest with you. It's freaking lame. Okay, the fact is, the Bears had a D2 undrafted QB come in and almost single-handedly win the game. He did things that Justin Fields could not and has still not done. Held down to the football High, high completion percentage. Justin's career career completion percentage is under 65. Bajan first start, 73. Okay, he's doing things that Fields can't do. He's an undrafted rookie who went to Shepard. Fields, highly touted first round pick. Everybody loves him, and he still can't figure it out. When are we going to say he may not be the guy for the future? I'm not saying that there's a full-on QB controversy and Bajit needs to come in and save the season and start. Not even going to go there. Because that might be a little bit too meatball-ish. But I will say this. Every time that Beijing gets on the field and plays like that, it further indicts Justin Fields and further diminishes his future value in Chicago. It does, and you can't argue it. Many of you want to. Many of you are going to say, oh, I'm being biased. No, this isn't biased. Look at the damn numbers. My goodness, people. We still got people to pay Justin fields and dine on that hill. For what? It's over. We have to accept it. Because, again, now here's an even bigger question. Okay? We saw Beijing do what he did last week. So who here wants to pay Justin fields $200 million over six years? Anybody? Didn't think so. I love how when I ask that question every week, the answer is always a resounding no. Even from people who claim that they love Justin Fields, they still say, no way, no way, no way. That in and of itself shows where everybody should be standing, where most people do stand on Justin Fields at this point. I wish him all the best, and maybe he'll get that money in five or six years when he goes to another team and kills it over there. That'd be awesome and good for him, but it ain't going to work here. And now it's looking worse and worse. Like I said, i read a report today. He's really trying to get back into it. Yes, of course he is, because every week that he doesn't play and every week that this kid just shows his ass up, it makes him look worse and worse. Keep this in mind, too. The Bears still have two top ten picks as of today. So are we still going to deny the fact that they need a quarterback with one of those two picks? Are we still going to sit here and say, no, 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 Justin's the guy. Come on, guys. Come on, people. Let's wake up. Here, let's wake up and understand what's going on, okay? You have two top-ten picks. You have a quarterback who's being outplayed by his backup, who's a D2, undrafted guy who was on the practice squad a couple of months ago. You're still going to tell me? we are got to keep him around? You're still going to tell me? Oh, he's the guy? we got to stick behind him? Give me a damn break. This is the true QB controversy. This is the true QB controversy, not the fact that, oh, should it be Page or Fields? Some people are pedaling that. I'm not a clickbait guy, right? I'm, I'm trying to tell you the truth. I'm not going to go there, but I will say this. As far as a QB controversy goes, there is one that exists. Don't let people fool you. There is a QB controversy. The controversy is Justin Fields can't stay here next year. And every week that he doesn't play and every week that Tyson Bajan just completely lights it up and lights up his ass, it only gets worse and worse for him. That's why he's trying his best to get back out there. Oh, he's trying to grip grip a football. He's really trying to get back. Oh, please let him back in the game. Yeah, people want him back so that way they can give him an opportunity to defend himself on the field. Ain't going to work. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Okay? You don't need to convince me of anything else. Even in the good moments, he still made mistakes. The Broncos game, everybody talks about the Broncos game. He did so good, so good. Yep, how did that fourth quarter go for him? (laughs) And that was his best game. I mean, come on, people. We're past the I need to defend him till I die type thing, okay? Last week proved it. You got an undrafted D2 Shepard graduate going out there, putting up a 97 passer rating against a pro team. With the legitimate pass rush, too. Everybody, oh, the pass rush. Watch out for the pass rush. He did great. Oh, the Bears changed up their offensive plan. You know what? Even if they did a little bit, they dumbed it down. They didn't make it more complicated. So what are you saying? That we have to dumb it down even more for Justin Fields? No. This is bad. This is a bad situation for Justin Fields. <sighs> Can't convince me other minds there. There is a controversy. There is something to think about. It's not the Bajan versus Fields debate. It's the should Fields stay debate. That is the quarterback controversy. Do we all think Justin Fields deserves to stay next year? Here's the answer. Based on last week, based on his performance too, no. And every single week that Bajan goes out there and just lights it up, Justin Fields' future in Chicago wanes further and further into the distance. Don't take my word for it. What would you do? What would you do today? If you're Ryan Poles, if you're Matt Eberflues, he's even going to be around anymore, but what's to me is. You have a D2 walk-on undrafted QB, outperforming your starter, who's a top-11 pick. On top of that, he's after his fourth year. On top of that, there's going to be money involved. On top of that, you have two first-round picks. Dare I need to say anything more? You know what to do. I know what to do. That's what the Bears should do. So let's stop with the Justin Fields dying on a hill. I need to keep him here. Please don't get rid of him. I'm going to cry and go in a corner. No, people, let's wake up here. I'm not saying I have the answer to the quarterback situation, but I do know this. Based on last week and based on what we've seen so far, Justin Fields does not deserve to stay. And this is not a personal attack. Can't even go there now. The numbers, more than anything, show it. And if you don't see it, you're a fan. You're not an analyst. That's something you got to consider. Sports Talk Chicago here with John Zagul. We're going to be right back.